This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello, and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? Let's see. Give me the haps. What's happening? Um, things are good. Yeah. I went to a wedding last weekend in the Hamptons. In the Hamptons. Yes. Love a Hamptons wedding. Beautiful weather. The weather keep up. It was a little cold. A little cold. Unseasonably cold. But, you know, it was a really fun time. It was a very beautiful wedding. Now, you and Mike go to a wedding. Are we dancers? Are we drinkers? Are we eaters? What's we do it your. All. You do it all. Okay. We do it all. I love what, dancing you... at a wedding. Love he loves, it. he likes it less so, mm. but he will do it for me. But lucky for him, he just like put his back out. His back, he's been having back issues. Really? Yeah. And In I, sickness and health. I mean, yeah. He was like, he went to like the chiropractor. I know his back because he actually made a doctor's appointment. Oh, yeah. We um, don't do that. Yeah. So as it must a, as be a male like. species, we. Avoid, avoid, rub dirt on it. We're okay. He must be in a lot of pain because he keeps, um, he'll, he'll make out, he'll let out this like little groan every time he moves too quickly. It's bad. No, the back affects everything. Yeah. They, I, I pray every night. I pray. Not to have a back to issue. To not have a back issue. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a back issue. So he wasn't doing as much dancing, but it's fine because it was my, it was also my friend's wedding. So all my friends were there. So what I, friend, what? What area of life? A, a friend from college. Okay. Yes. And then I went to the rehearsal dinner and um, I fell off a chair. <laughs> so that was an embarrassing moment for in me. In front of people? So, uh, where were you in the right, room? So were were no, you drunk? What's going on? I wasn't on? even drunk. I had had one drink. Okay. We're sit, everyone's sitting down eating. There's no, there's not assigned tables. So like my, a, it's like, a rehearsal like, dinner. So, so four couples sit at a table, but there's mm. 10 seats at the chair. So I'm on one of the ends with empty seats next to them. Okay. And then I was, and then my friend was like three seats away. So I wanted to lean over on the chair to like say something to my friend, but it's a folding chair. So I put my arm on the end of the chair mm. and then it folded. It took me and both chairs down with it. Oh no. And everyone um, saw it. And it was uh, and it was very embarrassing. And my, even Mike was like, I don't fucking know who this girl's was. And it's the Friday night. It's the beginning of the it's weekend. It's the beginning. And it was the, begin it was kind of the beginning of the night, too. Oh, so I'm no. like, oh, my God, I'm this person. And then the brother of the bride comes over and he's like, Betches isn't going to sue us, right? Like, it's going to like, are you OK? Nothing more embarrassing right. than are you OK? Are you? Oh, no, oh. no, no, no. You don't want are you OK? Are you OK? No. Are you, yeah. What Are you from across the room. Hey, are you okay over there? I saw you fell out of a chair. <laughs> Nothing worse than like the yeah. like, you know, like concern. the, you know, you like don't the want three concern. seconds when you're like on the floor while you're still processing that you've just fallen and you're still sitting. Oh, it is the worst. <laughs> I, the embarrassment and no one cares, but at least, right. but I think everyone just cares. Like, Thank God I'm not that that's person. That's right. Yeah, yes, I'm that's... very glad. They were very glad not to be me. I hate the are you okay person. Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> How about you shut the fuck up? Like they're the only ones that are concerned about you. They're literally the right. only ones asking about your health. And you're like, 
How about you shut the fuck up and let me get out of this without being seen? Right. Right. Well, I mean, here was the thing with that situation is after it happened, I then, because I was like so embarrassed about it, I felt the need to keep bringing it up so that everyone knew that I like knew that it happened. Right. You have to. <laughs> so that I, which, the over show of awareness. Right. Yeah. Like I can't. I've just kept being like, I can't believe I just fell in the chair. And like everyone's like, we already forgot about that. Right. Like, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I told the story here of when I fell in a chair on a date. Oh, <laughs> it was horrible. I was so embarrassed. I fell. I was leaning back. It was a risen like outdoor section. And I was leaning back and the back of the chair went off the risen outdoor oh patio, fell back. But then as I was falling back, I was like, maybe I'm going to like catch While myself. you're in the air. Right. Midair and then fell into the sandwich sign that had the specials on it. Broke that in half, and then the heat lamp fell on top of us. Oh my god! And I was like in the ground. It's like from a movie. Oh yeah, uh, literally. It, it 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 took me fifteen minutes to fall. <laughs> and, my, and and you can remember what you were thinking as you were falling the whole sure. way down. <laughs> Big tree fall hard. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I remember nothing humbles you quite like um, falling in public. You can't come back from it. Yeah, it's a show of like age and like are you, you lose with your it? you don't have all your like because it's just like an, it's destabilizing literally and and metaphorically absolutely oh so you were chairwoman so the whole week i was weekend. the chairwoman yeah that was how i was known right um where in and- hampton's wedding is it you know i i guess that ex- you know the 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 overtone is hampton's wedding Ooh, but that is the beach area of this area the, was it Fancy, fancy, schmancy. It was definitely very nice. I'm not sure if you're familiar with um, Parish Art Museum. So it was at like an art museum. I wasn't. I'm not familiar. Um, So it was really nice rehearsal dinner like by the beach. Right. It was like, um, it was lovely. Was there a post? My, I got to say, if I was to rank the wedding things, Mm -hmm. it goes cocktail hour. um, And then it goes mid you know the band is midway through they're oh, the, yeah. at the apex of their moment cocktail hour is more is is higher best, for you best than food okay. best conversations everyone's still with it you're kind of like seeking seeing like, the right. scene lay like of the land cocktail hour with a lot of a lot of people this was a great great cocktail hour because there were a lot of people coming around a lot of pass around you didn't feel like you had to chase them down like at the my best. wedding oh this is um, fancy I no can tell. yeah there's where they're like yeah. you know what i mean you don't have you know it's like it's a good food situation mm-hmm. when there's people when there's more than enough people coming around right when you you're not searching for right it. they and are they every, show up magically magically yes. and every time they show up um they have a new thing yeah and you're like oh my god there's still um, other things you know, in fact i will take a um, right you know uh, a tuna crostini right <laughs> and you have <laughs> thank to you act. very much right you, this you, is delightful no no more polite person than grabbing food off of an order <laughs> thank you i will eat like human being how they eat politely a caprese skewer why do, why why not will you eat a caprese skewer i'll have a caprese skewer i i actually had this thought you don't like them worst i can't believe anyone eats it really? i saw it, i was at a wedding last weekend too i eat it all uh, everything no matter what i don't really have a shrimp cocktail that's not really something i'm taking i don't like to like right. hold a piece of the fish yeah, the tail. What do I do with this? It feels very barbaric. It is very barbaric. Yeah, I, I, I was. They had uh, bacon wrapped scallops at the wedding oh, I was nice. at, and I was like, "This is is this like 
someone was just like, fuck you, Jews. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't not kosher. feel like, I mean, not kosher, they're yeah. like, let's take the two most infamous not kosher things, and wrap smash them, them together. Each other. Yeah. yeah it's, it's was really it a Jewish a, wedding. I think one was Jewish, not a Jewish wedding, not a Jewish wedding, right. but I think there were Jews in attendance. I was there, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, I, at one point, you know how like, so you know how at the weddings, the same people work it. So you start to like recognize some of the wait staff. Yeah. Like the wait staff will be, there'll be one person. Be coming at your table, but also passing the hors d'oeuvres. Passing hors d'oeuvres, waiting the table, ushering you into an elevator, down mm -hmm. a hallway. There was this one woman that was like everywhere. And ever, and she was very chatty. And she was like, oh, I love working these weddings. I was, was like, she the planner? She was, no, she was like one of the wait staff. Okay. And I couldn't, I just thought she had this like funny disposition. And at one point she's bringing the food with the big tray of food for dinner. The dinner is my least favorite meal of a wedding. I don't think we should it's have terrible. dinners. It's I horrible. Agree. I think it should be, to me, my perfect wedding, pass around hors d'oeuvres the whole night. night. Keep rot rotating as the night goes right, on. Then you don't have to stop the Don't flow. stop. Yeah. We're only doing, it, it, I blame women. <laughs> you, there's a the keeping up with the junk. you blame women enough. No, I, this, is, <laughs> this is one where I'm going to be a dickhead. <laughs> Because the keeping up with the Joneses at wedding, like it's it's uh, it's I gotta have the dinner, and mm. I blame women and old people. Okay, okay, take that clip out. Let's put it on socials. Yes. Me just going, I blame women and old people. Well, I told him that's, that was the beauty of my wedding. Uh, no old people. It all was dead. The, it was the best part. Yes, yes. Their death is our reward. Exactly. Because when, what happens is they go, we gotta have a sit down dinner because Grammy and Grampy want it, and I went to a sit down dinner. No one wants the well, food at a wedding. No one wants that if you're main not course. Dancing, if you're not dancing, then what else are you doing? You're a loser. Then you're, then you're here for dinner. Yeah, and you're here for dinner, which right. is, you know you're not you're you're a subtraction from the wedding, not an addition. Yeah. Uh, yeah, grandparent, just go to the ceremony and then leave. Right, get out of here. Scat. <laughs> so this woman is serving the big tray of like the steaks, the, you know, whatever the dinner is. She hits me in the head with the tray. Oh my God. And I go, ah, like I, <laughs> like she really hit me. And I'm like, and everyone saw it. I'm like you, the chair, but like it, it, the whole table was like, she just hit you in the head with the tray of food. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And you want it to go away, just like the, are you yeah. okay? She comes back. She's like, oh my God, that never happens. I swear. Are you okay? What's going on? Oh are my God, okay? I never hit you. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, get out of here. I'm fine. Right. It's over. Yeah. Get out Shoot. of my face. Right. How's your brother's wedding planning uh, going? Thank you for teeing this up for me yeah. to complain about him. Maybe this will get through. He's being annoying about the bachelor party. Annoying how? Groomzilla. Uh, he's a groomzilla. Okay. I, I, these are the things you have to deal with with a wedding. Yeah. But his schedule is very, you know, he's, he's, in, he's, in, he's in the NFL. Yeah. So he's, you know, his schedule is made for him, so to speak. Yes. So I'm like, give me the dates. He won't give me the dates. And I, and here, does he have the dates? He's well, now he does. Once the schedule comes out, now he gets the dates. So then I'm chasing him for the dates. And then I go, okay, I give these. So now let's. When the dates are now, so I got the date down to January 18th to the 21st. Okay. That's his birthday weekend. It's great. Great. Perfect. But weather-wise, that's a different time. You know, you do it in the summer, it's a different options than January Winter, 18th. Yeah. You know, so I text him. I go, here are the options. I go, 
Vegas, Charleston, Riviera Maya, Aruba, Puerto Rico, Miami, Big Sky, Park City, Delray, NYC, Chicago, Savannah, oh, wow. Nashville, Phoenix. That's give a me, lot of options. But I, this is what I'm trying to yeah. siphon it down. So I go, sure. give me your immediate nose. Okay. So like, so we're cutting. Take them off yeah, the list, cutting. and then I can start to make decisions. Okay. Cuts. Based on the time of year, we have to dig into activities more than beach. The only uh, the only guarantee weather-wise is Aruba, unless we go cold weather, which is always guaranteed. Yes. In my mind. Right. No answer. Oh, wow. What the fuck are we doing? Yeah. No answer. How long? How long no answer? The next day, eight. that was, what time was that at? Five o'clock in the afternoon? Okay. Next morning, 8.09 a.m. Hey, Ruthie and I are thinking Gurney's July 15th and 16th. You in town? We're changing subjects? As a bachelor party? Or no, is just it, oh. him. He's, he's done with my request. Just ignore, just totally ignore the text. Totally ignore the text. And I'm sitting here and here's the thing about, <laughs> it's not about him. I don't give a fuck about his bachelor party. I'm going to look bad. Because you I'm the brother anything? who's done nothing. Well, does he even want, what, didn't you say he doesn't really want one? That's the thing. Give me what you want. Let me know. And then he goes, this is what he writes did you back. Not, did, you then, did you then do the passive aggressive question mark of the text before it? I go, need responses to my other texts. <laughs> You're holding them hot. You're holding your answer hostage. Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you. It's a first things first type okay. of thing. Again, I think my conscience is old Jewish woman talking shit. Okay. Like in my mind with anything I do, I hear... The brother didn't even plan a bachelor party. Who is he saying that? People say these things. I would say these. I'm the fucking Jewish woman. Okay, so you're you're. It's the pressure, the internal pressure from yourself. Yeah, I don't want. Okay. You, oh, he must be lazy. He doesn't like to plan. Oh, he doesn't care about it. I there's a point where it's like, what'd you do for the bachelor party? Yeah, we didn't do anything. We right. couldn't come together. You go, well, what the fuck's wrong with this him? This is your only brother. I get it. Okay. Right. What's yeah. wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I got my brother. He couldn't plan the bachelor. Party. Couldn't plan the bachelor okay. party. Well, he must be too busy with his Hollywood podcast life. Okay, you really <laughs> created a full narrative in your head. Well, this is my whole life. One time, I was in China, and I was uh, the, the the driver didn't show up to pick me up at the airport in China. I was freaking yeah. out. And um, you know when you get to that section of the airport where they're all with signs, oh, my yeah. name isn't anywhere. Yes. All of a sudden, this guy's going, "Hey." You lost? And I'm like, in China, yeah. it's weird to hear English person English accent, like a New York accent. He goes, hey, I got you. I, I can take you. And I'm like looking at the guy. I'm, and he was Asian. He's Chinese. But he was like, had this like Queens accent. And I go, no, 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 I'm good. And he goes, and then I kept coming back and forth. And then he goes, no, nah, I, I still got you, man. I can give you a ride. And I go, okay, fine. He takes my bag. He goes, hey, man, I'm from Queens. I, I've been here so many and so years. And in my head, I have that woman. You know, the Danger. you just go with anybody. Danger. J right. You're just going to go. I imagine myself on my so deathbed. And so then the voice got to me so much that he's like, yeah, no, I'll drive you down. And I go, I go, never mind, never mind. Took the bag out of his and hand ran. and ran away. <laughs> you so, could have been taken. Right. It's, it's helpful sometimes. Me. A 30-year-old man yeah, someone abroad. Wanted, someone wanted to Sold a virgin. Me. Right. <laughs> like in like <laughs> Sold me off into the sex trade. Yes. <laughs> Very specific buyer for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need... There's a butt for every seat, uh, as right. you say, right? I'm looking for a 30-year... <laughs> a man, a, a Jewish <laughs> man, a chubby Jewish man in his 30s. I got a customer. I got a customer. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a very weird conversation. <laughs>
Okay, so, okay, so, so now this is answer. in my head. So then he goes, how about my birthday weekend? You, Dad, and I play Tory Pines in La Jolla. I'm like, what? Is that what you want to do? I don't. We. This is just a frivolous idea he's throwing out here. Maybe and I'm he like, doesn't really want to do a bachelor. He party. doesn't. So I don't know. I got to figure it out. I also, you know, Tory Pines in La Jolla. That's fun, but it's like, okay, that's like a totally different type of trip that I have to like figure out. Like, and, and I don't know how much is he just saying that. You know, when someone just says something, you're like, well, clearly, if he's I'm ignoring here. your whole list, then he clearly doesn't want to go to any of those places. So zero of those places, all of those places. Is it just the two of you, or is it is it a wider group? It's, I don't know. I think it's just the two of us I, at this point. I think you need a co-planner. That's insulting. <laughs> I forgot as the, as the inventor of the bachelor party. Right. I'm who stole my idea. Someone's doing the bachelor party planning Avery thing. Avery Singer. Yeah. Yeah. She stole my idea with her endless amounts of money and was just like, oh, I'll do the bachelor party planning. Well, Everyone sent that to me. Maybe she will. Maybe she'll do this for free. Maybe she could be your co-planner. Right. She, if she, I'll, I'll promote and you her promise not to sue her for the IP. Right. <laughs> Avery, if you're listening. If you're, I think they're listeners. Yeah, I think they are too. Yeah, well, shout out. So Plan this plan this fucking bachelor party. Do they do bachelor sue or just bachelorettes? I, I, how are you going to shut off half of your business? That's true, yeah. Anyway. Any hoosers, um, listen, we are on the road. You up live, Boston. Tomorrow, Philly. Oh, tomorrow's Philly. Tomorrow, Philly. Or if you're listening to this on Tuesday, Thursday, Philly. Thursday. Be there. Be there. Assemble the group chat. We're going to have a blast. Um, it's just a fun show. I, I, I We say this. I, yeah, I, I'm just sick fucking, of saying it. Just fucking come. <laughs> just get the tickets. Yes. I booked a hotel that's too expensive for some unknown reason. I, I was drunk last night and I, I would woke ask up you where to, you're staying, but I feel like the people will find you if I, I mean, I, you know, tell me it, off there. It starts with an R and ends with the Ritz. Um, Ooh, yeah. I have tight security there. <laughs> yeah. They'll be on the lookout for yes. you. You animals. Raging fans. <laughs> right. All the, the paparazzi. Right. Um, no, I woke up to the email. I go, oh, fuck you. It was like I woke up to. You got drunk and booked a hotel. I don't know why I did that. You were like, I deserve this. I think that was that. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone wrote a nice note about uh, my stand up. So I was like, you know what? I am doing a good job. And we just had a you up with benefits that we taped where I was, I was, you know, Johnny Depression. Yeah. You deserve treat yourself. You work That's hard. Right. Thank you. I will it, not be staying at the Ritz. No. Because <laughs> I don't work as hard. Uh. That's right. I didn't want to say anything. Um, now, listen. So, Philly, D.C., New York, Boston. Boston. We're coming. We're coming. Get we're coming. your tickets. You up live. Dating app makeovers. Deal reveals. And if you have a dating app makeover, you want to get a dating app makeover, send it in. Uh, UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Title it. Live show. Let us know what city you're in. Let us know what you want. Also, deal reveals. There's so much fun to me, the deal reveal is the most fun segment we do when we have someone in the room. Yeah. Please send them in. The, we'll go through your screenshots. If, you, if you've seen the clip online of us from the Chicago show, we we did a Q&A at the end. And we it's better when you send it in beforehand. Right. Because then we can prepare. But Jared basically left a message on Snapchat for this guy that was not. Yes. We're going to give you actionables. Following up. Yeah. Yeah. Like that guy was on Snap. He, he moved the whole conversation to Snap. I love the response that someone was like. How do you, this is the reason this podcast really like makes me happy is we have real conversations. The worst person in the world gets the microphone and it's always the person who would ever date on Snapchat? Who could be so stupid? And it's like, that happens. 
Yes. You, Welcome to the real world. Right. This is real world conversation. Someone texts you, hey, oh, and then you start snapping. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, we haven't texted in weeks and we're snapping only. You, you know, you right. almost like don't even realize you end up on Snapchat, but you're there. So I understand how that happens. Like, I don't think you're stupid. I don't think you're um, not doing this right. This is yeah, how it We're ha here to help with love and a little bit of um, making fun of you. But right. still. We're going to hug love. and then we're going to whisper hard truths into your ear. Hard truths. Hey. <laughs> hey. He just wants to fuck. He's not okay. looking to date you. It's okay. But you're a smart, beautiful woman who's going to find the right one. But this one isn't the right one. That could be you guys. Yeah, it could be you. So send it in, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com, <laughs> write which city you're coming to. Yeah. And send us your weird texts. Also, big announcement. Something's uh, coming. Something's coming. <laughs> I'm going to Vermont this weekend. Ooh. Uh, I've, I've done stand-up in Vermont. Are, are I open. Are you going to still be there by the time this airs? Yeah, this comes oh. out. The, this this was a late ad. Okay. They were like a comedian dropped out. Could you go to Vermont? Okay. The 16th and 17th. And I was like sitting here like, yeah, I'm down. I can't. You going straight from Philly to Vermont? Straight from Philly to Vermont. That's going to On be that one-way ticket that I'll probably take the train, I think. Um, bring back some maple syrup. I'll got you. I got you. I'll bring back some maple syrup. I'll bring back some whatever the fuck they do there. I don't know what else they do there. Um, and then the Candace. All right, do we cheese? cheese? Oh yeah, Cabot. I thought that was Wisconsin had the cheese. Wisconsin and Vermont, they're rivals. Cheese, in the cheese rivals? game. Yeah. Okay. Cabot Cabot Creamery. Um I'll bring it back. I'll bring back some stuff. Vermont's nice. And if you so if you want to come to the show, jaredfree.com, Vermont has been added to the calendar. So this is late ad. So if you can make it, come assemble the group chat. I got I'm really liking what I'm talking about on stage. It's family. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to come yeah. see you when you go to the uh, Paramount. The Paramount, I'll be there. That link should be up. Um, yeah, I've just been doing a lot of stand-up. Like, a lot. And that's that's you and your element. If you haven't I'm seen Jared's stand-up, it is so funny. You. If you're a fan of the show, you are going to be obsessed with his stand-up. You will not laugh harder and you will not stop laughing. That's when right. You sit down to when you leave. You will shit your fucking pants. And then you'll think back to a joke an hour <laughs> later and then you'll laugh again. It's right. the gift that keeps on giving. And bring moms. Okay. <laughs> It sounds what? like I'm like trying. I'm talking a lot about my mom on stage. And it's like, okay. it really, the moms are so much fun as an audience. Their laughter, like there was a woman that was in the front row at the cellar and she was just a Southern nice woman who I, I got to, it's, I have the video. She was babysitting her. She goes, I'm babysitting. I go for who? She goes, my daughter's dog. And I was like, all of this is A so dog fun. mom is, a dog grandma as well. Right. <laughs> Huge eye roll. Yeah. And, but she was just like, Wiping away tears made me very happy. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? 
Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. So let's, uh, are we ready to do the show? Let's do the show. Let's, let's, let's jump read right the in. first email. Jump right in. Okay, yeah. I'm going to read it. Hi, J&J. Long time listener. First time writing in. I could really use some advice, but I also know my boyfriend also listens to the podcast. Thanks to me. We've been together for about seven months now and, and we've said I love you and have met some of each other's friends too. We have great chemistry and really enjoy each other's company, but I don't think that's enough for him. I just finished my licensing exams to become a pharmacist. For the past four years, school has been my main priority. He's been out of school for a few years, so he's been adulting for a bit longer than I have, and so he's had time to figure out what his interests are outside of school. For reference, I'm 26 and he's 28. From the start of our relationship, he has wanted me to be more interested in social justice issues, and I have tried to be interested in this for him. I read all the articles he sent me and watched the videos, too. I told him from the start that it might take me time to have deep conversations about these topics because I just don't know enough to contribute as much as he wants me to. I feel like our relationship is perfect in all other aspects, but we just don't connect on this. It's a big concern for him, but not for me. He told me that he doesn't want to break up, but in two of his past relationships, when he's mentioned this disconnect, his exes have tried to change, but they couldn't, and it resulted in a messier breakup. He told me he feels different with me and asked me how we can make this work. I want this to work because I love him and the thought of losing him makes my heart hurt, but he makes me feel inadequate and not good enough for him sometimes. I guess my question is, if everything else in a relationship is perfect, but there aren't enough common interests, is it worth it to keep trying? This isn't really important, but I am a little petty. He told me this the day after I did my licensing exam, which I have been studying for the past six months. Sincerely, a confused batch that wants to make this work. Okay. Well, the last part, he told you after the exam. But even still, I don't know. This guy, I, I... It's funny when someone comes in with this like broad question. Yeah. Can two people with different interests get along? And you're like, yeah, yeah sure. Right. <laughs> but then you hear like the this is why the email is really well written. Um, and we're getting one yeah. side of the story. But it sounds like in this scenario, which everyone's scenario is their own, mm-hmm. it is a it's someone going, can two people with two interests, you know, get along? And it sounds like a boyfriend who's like, Hey, I can I, I I think you could work through this if you change. Right. For me. It's not really a two-way conversation. No. Yeah. He's like, if you're more if you get into more social issues, then we'll be okay. And listen, it's, it's a little weird. Maybe that is his thing, right? Maybe that like and I equate it, I'm thinking about this in terms of like, let's say he was religious. Let's say he's like, mm. you know, I'm I'm a uh, super religious person and I mm. go to church every Sunday and it means a lot to me. And like and the uh, like you would say that's like fine, but then don't date someone who's not religious at all. Like he's right. chosen to do that. She's like, oh, I'm a non-religious person who could date a religious person or date a non-religious person. But he's kind of like, I can't date a non-religious person or in this scenario, a non-politically active person. 
So it's like, right. then don't. Then do, right, and it seems that's like, nothing wrong with that. That's and it, fine. And at that point, it seems like a guy who's too lazy to end a relationship. Yeah, like he, it's it feels like there's laziness at play Where's here. Like, I don't know if this is gonna work. Right, it's like, and it's and also he has two other relationships where this was the exact same issue. Has he learned nothing? Right, he hasn't learned. He hasn't learned anything about his own taste. Are you just dating anyone who will speak to you? Right. Also, like, what is he learning for her? Right. What is like, or, or take the position of like, here's this thing I've been reading about, you know, I don't know. I, I, or again, I get it. If, 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 it's some, if something means a lot to you, if you're really passionate about it and right. the other person is just like not really into that, it could be a deal breaker. I don't think it's, I think you can have two different interests, but if one person's interest is like 70% of their life, if that's right. like the only thing he likes to talk about, then yeah, he should date someone who's very into politics. Here's the problem here. Here's the pro. The the actual issue is she's not allowing herself to be like, my interest in Vanderpump is as important as your interest in current events, right? Which it is. Yeah. Let but, me let me be. The but he's making it like a morality thing. It's a morality yeah. exactly, and that's the problem. That's what because she kind of sounds like a little bit of like a, and I don't trigger warning of some sort, but like it does sound like she's been, she's kind of like in this like a little bit of like a manipulative, abusive kind of thing. Well, she says it makes he makes me feel inadequate and not good enough for him sometimes. Right. When I hear that, it's like, well, that's to me. And I'm using big words. I don't want to like. Yeah. Because she says they both listen. But I'm using big words to kind of describe like, yeah, if you go, I don't really care about like we're sitting here in New York. It's uh, June 7th. There's been a lot in the news about the smog in the air. If you're like, I don't give a fuck about the smog. You sound like an asshole idiot who's who who's doesn't care about the right things. Right. But I would say that there's more people that that if you put truth serum in everyone, they go, yeah, it's kind of nice. It's good for a picture. We don't even have to put a filter up. <laughs> you know, like I I, right. I don't think her interests. She's downing her. She doesn't even bring up her interests, but. His interest in current events, like right, he's trying to make it like I care about these things, so I'm morally superior to you, right? And and, and that's you why ca- and you should care about these things, right? And that's why it's a reoccurring thing with each girlfriend because he's like, and, I, I can teach right. them. Everyone should be socially involved, and it's like eh, maybe not everyone wants to. Maybe fuck off right. with the issues and if you, really, you care about. If you really believe that, then he would only date people who already were. Right. Not like start them off knowing nothing and then try to like morally like paint yourself as the morally superior one, feel better about yourself and then try to like make them feel bad, make the, like pressure and bully them into right. into caring about these, this shit, which is like, I can tell you I'm not articles and videos she's been reading. The second this guy breaks up with her, she's never reading another one of those articles again. If she wasn't doing it before him, <laughs> right. she's never going to care if she doesn't care. But if he cared this much about it, I think what you said before that is right too. Like, if he if he cared so much about this, he'd be on dates with people who challenge yeah. him and want to and spar with him socially on these issues. Right. But what was he doing the first? He however, just wants to be with someone who agrees with him. Yeah, and she probably was on those dates, so she's like, "Yeah, yeah totally, sure, yeah. whatever you say." Right. And it's like, did you even try to get to know this woman before you became boyfriend girlfriend? Like, how long have they been together? I did, uh, Four, how many? Seven months. Seven. Seven months. months. You third date in, you didn't go. Go on a rant about whatever political thing you're into that day and realize that this other person had nothing to say about it. Right. And that and, was a turnoff for and you. It wasn't a match for you. Right. It's a little. 
Now it seems like he's using it as like a way to break up with her. Yeah, I thought I I thought about that too. Where it's like, you know, I thought we could make it work, but now I've realized that it's like, <laughs> and I have these other just two too women important to me, right? And I have these other two women with same thing with them. I don't know how I keep ending up in these right. things. There's and just no like, one who's is politically good enough for me, <laughs> right? It's like, and again, to I no guess, one wants to save the penguins like I do, <laughs> right? Right, it's a defense. I mean, like the 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 lever to pull in case of emergency. Yeah. Again, I mean, you plant the seed. These other women. And I think the main point to consider here is she's wrote this is a big concern for him but not for me. And that goes that shows you that you're more invested in this right. than he is. This means more to him than it means to you. It doesn't seem like you're getting that much more into it than you already are and it seems like she's already really trying. Right. So then I would find someone who likes you for what you do like and accepts you for what you don't like. There's plenty of things, I think, in a relationship where you could wish the other person was more into that thing. But if it's it, it depends how much it means to you. Like Mike wishes I was like more into sports, but right. it's not he doesn't he's not constantly trying to like make me go to sports games and talk to me about sports. He just talks about that with someone else. Right. And, and I think the and you just want to be seen. Mm hmm. You know, oh, that's not my and thing. Appreciated and for what you do bring to the table, not right. trying someone trying to mold you into someone that they think is socially acceptable to date. Right. And the morality thing is like such a that's where the manipulation happens. Yeah. You know, you're using morality as a way to tell someone everything they think about is stupid. Because yeah. Because they don't think about the things that you think about. I don't know. Like you don't recycle. How could I? I don't, I don't know. Like if it was recycling, I'm as a because that's like a moral thing that like. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit been. It's a little more black and white. You recycle or you don't. Right. And I, well, I, I think it's a scam. Okay. I, I, well, yeah, I, I think recycling is sure. a scam. Um, a lot I, of people think that. I, John Stewart just had this whole piece recently within the last year about how it might be a yeah. scam. Um, now, if you're a big recycler and I was like, I just don't. But, and you were like saying to me, well, I'm usually with recyclers. This is like a big part of my, like, I'd be like, what are, you, what are you trying to do? Like, you know, threaten me into like being a better boyfriend for you. Right. You know, <laughs> like, I'd be like, what, what well, is it's this? the kind of thing where it's like, if it doesn't mean anything to you either way, you can try to get, you can try to come a little bit more towards the center of the spectrum. Mm. If someone's on this side, if you're not religious and you marry someone who is religious, you could go to more things than you were, but you're never going to become that person if you weren't that person before. Right. Unless you really want to be. Right. Yeah, I I think she has to look at this in a totally different way. Agreed. As like, this is a break. Like, I don't think this is and you don't want to be right. You don't want to be with someone who doesn't like you as you are. Right. And appreciate it, just like you said. Yeah. Yeah. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my 
hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles set. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's you ready? do it. All right. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We love an awkward sex section. Keep sending them in. We like these. I, the more specific, the better. Like, I, 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 I stand. I, this is a fun one. It is. Hey, J&J, my sister got married last weekend. Hooray! I hope she let you plan the bachelorette party. (laughs) If you're listening, a certain someone. (laughs) Someone. (laughs) I hope she was easy. Why don't you do it at Gurney's? Weather. Uh, In January? In July. He said he's going to be at Gurney's in July. That would be in like two months. Do you think we just do it? Flash sale. Let's do it. I don't know. That was the wrong term. But you should. Uh, I think you now should. Now you got my Hamon talk. I know. Is it more... too early but for a March coming. wedding? Jack and Jill bachelor no, bachelorette party. I had my wedding in November, and I did my bachelorette in June. You did? Yeah. This is worth considering. Yeah. If they're out there and they want to give me a discount during the summer, I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm they, making too much money. They don't need me. <laughs> so good. I do love that hotel though. It's beautiful. Gord, not, to, I mean, Plug City, you know. Yeah. Can I give a plug? Yeah. Plug, plug, we're okay? in Plug City. We're in Plug we're, City. While we're here, we're you wa- might as well. We're waltzing the streets of Let's Plug City. I got, I've got. i talked about them before, but someone, I just saw a fan of the podcast at Blackstone Coffee, and they were like, I came here because you mentioned it on the coffee, and she's like, I love this place. Blackstone, I haven't tried it. 
It's the people. No one, no one has ever brought me a, a Blackstone coffee when they showed up late to this recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a long walk. The ice would melt. That's fair. That's no, fair. No, no, totally but it, joking. I'll bring right. you. But it's, no, it's okay. But I was so happy that she saw what I saw. She was right. like, I love coming here. It feels here. validating. It does. Yeah. So Blackstone Coffee. And I see fans of this podcast every time I'm there. And I sit there a long time. I'm staring at everybody it's as they walk home in. home base. It's where I hang. All right. Ready? Are you ready to uh, leave Plug City? Let's get out of Plug City. Right. We'll take the bridge. We'll be back um, next time. We'll be back next week. Okay. Sister got married. Sister got married last weekend. The entire day, I was flirty with a friend of my now brother-in-law. It's at the end of the wedding and everyone went back to their rooms. See, that's when the hooking up happens, that after party. Yeah. That's when it really gets down. There's nothing better than a wedding for that. I think it's like the most fun situation. All the alcohol is free. Right. We're taking that out of there. Music. There's music. There's vibes. There's romance in the air. Right. You're dressed up. You look as good as you'll ever look. Exactly. Yeah. I. So I have thought in the past that I should not start drinking until the after party, but you can't be that weirdo. Oh no, you gotta, you gotta dance during the main event. Well, I would dance, but yeah. I'm saying like the after parties where the hookups, happen. that's where the hookups happen. Not cocktail hour. That's where you lay of the land. Mm -hmm. Then you go dance. Oh, he dances. Cool. Cocktail hours for scoping. Scoping. Yes. Scoping. And then, the parties for dancing and then that after party. That's where it really goes down. This is it's making making me wet. <laughs> just okay. Everyone goes back to their rooms. Just before I fell asleep, I DM'd him my room number and an invite to come snuggle. Love no it. No one bolder than after a, a a wedding. Oh my god. Also, it's kind of like why not shoot your shot like. You're not going to see them after then. We're out of here tomorrow. Right. And we have our own rooms. And you have like, he knows someone you know. Yeah, safety. Comfort. Totally. Perfect. Nothing like a wedding hookup. About an hour later, I got a knock at the door at 4 a.m. It's him. I was so excited. He's cute, educated, a veteran. <laughs> a veteran. Educated. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I salute you, soldier. Yes, thank you for your thank service. Thank you for your service. Yeah, that's right. We get down to it, and his whiskey dick is in full effect. But he refuses to call tonight. A true soldier. That's me saying that. He kept whisper shouting, I want to come on you. <laughs> Sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come for you. Well, it went from I want to come uh, on you to I want to come for you. It's a true chant. Yeah. A true declaration. That's right. I want to come for my country. He didn't say that. <laughs> I want to come for you. I just love that. Like, Uncle Sam, this is great. But he can't hold his vowels very well when he's drunk. So it sounded like, I want you to suck me dick. <laughs> that was a great reading. Was that good? She wrote it that way. I'm not just she doing did. the, I want you to suck me dick. Hot. It's hot, There's right? nothing worse than one person being way more drunk than the other person. Uh, as good as the wedding hookup is. Right. You want to be at the same level. At the levels, same level. Right. Yeah. That's why it's hard to like, you know, that's why I say. Because you, you have to, if you're going to be speaking like this, you have to be with someone who's not going to remember that you said that. Right. <laughs> I guess, how would my drinking schedule at a wedding be? Would it be, you know, do you do two drinks at cocktail hour, move to beer, kind of. Bring it back. I mean, it depends on your tolerance level. I would go, I go a drink of water, a drink of water. 
That's the move. Yeah. That's the move no matter what you are. You drink. It forces you to pace yourself. Right. And you put the water in a glass, no ice, so it's drinkable. Yes. Ice kind of gets in the way in that situation. I'm a big ice guy, but yeah. in that scenario. Gotta stay hydrated. You're dancing, you're sweating. Right. Drink water, drink, drink water. water. That's the new You Up podcast drinking schedule for weddings. Yes. I'm abiding by it. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. I'm Let doing me know it. how it goes. I will. I think that is the is the way. Sometimes you kind of forget about the water part. Right. And then it's too much too soon. It, absolutely. Because the cocktail hour, it's so, you know, you got, you got the, the signature drinks. You're like, I got to try. Right. And what are you doing if you're off the dance floor? Drinking. Go out of drink. Someone always like shot. I hate the shot person at a wedding. Oh, They're yeah. They're always you got You got to do lurking. it. Lurking. Okay. So, I want you to suck this dick. And not in a funny Paul Rudd wanderlust kind of way. The magic combo was my BJ tricks and porn. That's weird to like pull out porn. In the middle of at a, a, 4 after a wedding? After a wedding? Yeah. On your like laptop? Here, watch this like he's a baby. Just, yeah. you know, like distract it with the laptop. I feel like that wouldn't be necessary for a like this situation. I no. can imagine. I wouldn't be interested if someone brought out porn after a wedding in the hookup situation. Right. It's a little weird. BJ Trick's fine. What are BJ Tricks? That's what I, I was like. What I'm is sure she? she's got like. Ta-da! Some, I'm sure she's got some hand. Moves. Mouth move situation. Bag of tricks. <laughs> I just like the idea of him being like, I want you to suck my dick. And he's, she's like, all right, let me get out my BJ tricks. Let me get out the bag <laughs> with the porn. <laughs> Well, I got porn in here. I got some fruit snacks. Um, He comes after a half hour of I need to come for you. Falls asleep instantly. Hands still on his dick. Starfish across the bed. No sheets with only long black Nike socks. Socks on. From 5 to 9 a.m., he slept in that position. At some point, I did put a blanket on him. He didn't flinch. I thought he was dead a couple times. That would have been a better story. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was fucked up. (laughs) When he left, he gave me sweet kisses and told me he'll see me around. Around where? At the breakfast? (laughs) At the the farewell brunch? Ah, He's just trying to get out of there. (gasps) See you around. See you around, kid. Never. Yeah. This was my first sexual encounter in a little over two years, and boy, was it one for the ages. Sincerely, waffly wedded weekend dick. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I think this is a classic case of, you know, didn't drink water between the, right. the alcohol. It's it's whiskey dick that's so frustrating. And also, like, aside from that, I just feel like if you're drunk enough that you're you're saying it like that, Right. You probably should have passed. Someone should have passed. Someone, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. You know, I would be, if I were her, I'd be like, this guy is much drunker than me. I don't know if this is like going to be as fun as I thought it would be. Right. I guess, when do you realize it? Like, if it's at the door, hey, I'm here, and they're right. fine, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, come on, come on you. Right. You're like, oh, what happened? I mean, How like, does I, go? I guess this? we're here. Right. Yeah. We're here. Let's do it. I, I don't know. I've gotten, I've I, anytime I've gotten that, like, whiskey dick thing you're just like it's such a disappointment you know right. you're just like ah oh, i ruined the fucking part it's like forgetting the ice to the party and then you have like, to have like a conversation 
Right. I, it never happens. Well, it just right. happens. Yeah. I don't, I swear. I don't know. Why don't we take a little break? <laughs> right. And then she turns, you're, you, she, the woman always turns into this like caring motherly, yeah. like, no, it's, it's okay. Fine. You know, it's, it's okay. It happens. Like, I just don't. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want them to say what they really think. Like, I would rather, the, I don't, I, I, I don't want to anger, but I do want like, I do like that she's like, Pull out the porn, BJ tricks. I like that she got into like I do think most women are kind of like actually think it's fine. They're just kind of like, all right, like I'm just going to go to bed. What are you going to do? Right. Right. That that's better. Yeah. What are you going to do is good. Nice response. Yeah. That's nice to hear. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, I don't know many women who are like, I need to I need to (laughs) to fuck. Like, <laughs> that might get them hard. <laughs> I don't, and then, well, there, there is this also this level as a guy of like, how upset do you, you have to find a middle ground between I think trying a, to make this boner happen. Initial disappointment, and, express a little bit of like frustration and then let it go. You got to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, cause you don't want to be the guy who's like, come on, man, you're supposed to fucking get hard. You're like yelling at your also, own penis. You could just go down on the person and that's like probably just fine. I listen. Buy that's, some, I usually buy some time. I'm happy to do that. I'm. That's where I'm a veteran. They're going for down this country <laughs> for this country. Thank you for I'm, your service. I'll be back. <laughs> I'm going on the submarine. Going downtown. Yeah. What would you call this one? Uh, I don't have any names. Uh, whiskey Rick. Why Rick? I don't know. Round yeah, dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have any? No. I didn't really have any. It's very, it didn't really lend itself to that many names. No. All right. Well, if you have any, if you have one, send it in. We'll read it on the next episode. I got one. Okay, let's hear the it. The soft soldier. Okay. I like that. Probably right. he doesn't like that. No, not good for the American, you know, the look. Yeah. And Red flag or deal breaker. Guy, I want yelling about coming on you and then I would passes say, out and is kind of selfish. It, it, this guy is a little bit of a selfish lover yeah. to just, you know, pass out starfish on the bed. Um, I think. Are you going I think, back? I mean, it's for like if if there was an opportunity to go back, I think right. he would have to show some like embarrassment, remorse. Yeah, right. No, but I, I also like I just, I wouldn't be I don't like cooking up with anyone, you know, including my husband, if they're more drunk than me. Mm, no, I, I don't think that's that like again. it. Never feels like fun. You're kind of like we're in, we're on a different like mental space. Right. What am I doing here? Right. That's that's the initial thought. Uh, what about you? This She's, would be a deal breaker yeah. for me. The idea of like, I don't know, the the drunk thing. Yeah, is is one of those where I'm like, like this should be fun, you right. know, like and it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's like then you become more caretaker as this person did. They got to put sheets on them. You know, you got to bring out boner. Right. And then tricks. he's in her room. She's trying right. to sleep. No, she got the farewell brunch. Right. I, I'm the sister of the fucking bride. Get out of here. I got shit to do. Yeah, have some respect. Right. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Do another email. All right. UUP at Betches.com. Go ahead for it. Hi, Jordana and Jared. I'm a fairly new fan of the pod. I started listening after I saw Jared perform in Indianapolis and plug his podcast during his set. 
I'm it out works. here on Working. these. I'm in these streets. I go to Plug City every night for this podcast. Plug City. Plugging them. I'm running these streets. I'm in Indianapolis shouting from the hilltops. Listen to the show. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. I've been a big fan ever since I have I have been binging and ever since I have been binging episodes daily. I'm newer to the adult dating scene as I semi-recently ended a five-year relationship that began when I was a freshman in college. So I was on the scene for only a few months. I know you both talk about ghosting on the apps, about how ghosting on the apps isn't really a thing and it can be easier and kinder to ghost than to say you aren't into someone before you've met. I tend to match people I think I could be interested in in order to have an initial convo and check out the vibe. If I'm not feeling it, I stop responding or we kind of fade out. Sometimes, though, a guy I've been messaging to see if there's a vibe and learning there isn't may ask me out to meet up. Do you have a point of view on what I should do in these cases where I'm already I've already come to the, realize I don't vibe with the person, but they've made the ask before I ghost? It feels rude to ghost as soon as they ask you out, but I all. I also don't want to hurt their feelings and have them take it personally by saying no thanks. I don't want them to feel like they did anything wrong. I just don't feel interested in them and I don't want to misread the level of interest I have by agreeing to a date. To mislead, sorry, to mislead the level of interest I have by agreeing to a date. Should I just say that? Should I not respond? Is there another socially acceptable way to say no without offending the person? Sincerely, a conflicted batch. Yeah, it, it, listen, there's no way to avoid pain, emotional mm-hmm. pain. Uh, you know, the, it hurts to be told no, you know? Yeah. So you ain't going to avoid that. Um, in the very specific scenario she describes where she's talking to someone on an app, which is totally normal. Right. They get along a little bit, but not enough for her to like want to leave the couch, which is, again, totally right. normal. Again, it's totally normal. Someone's idea of what is enough to get to leave their couch is different from anyone else's. And Your idea by, of it, my idea is different. different. by the day. Totally. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And How I, in the mood I am on this particular evening. Right. Yeah. And schedules and all those things. Mm-hmm. You know, a first date is a magical thing that it even happens at all. Yeah. You know, so I think for this person, if someone was to say to me, hey, this was a really nice conversation. I'd love to get a drink sometime. Yeah, you could ghost. You could just say nothing. Right. That's okay. I wouldn't. Here's my I've feeling. done that. Go ahead. If you if you got their number, if you took it from the app to a phone number, mm-hmm. I think you could you should answer them. If it's still on the app, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to answer. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Um, if, if yeah. someone, okay, if you ask someone out on the app and they didn't want to go out with you, would you rather them say what would you what would you they even say? I I don't. Even, I guess here's what I would say. If I had to, if I felt saying something was worth it worth it if i just felt like saying something if someone was like hey we should go get drinks and i wanted to say something back it would be a disappointment sandwich okay hey this is a really nice conversation so that's the bread this is a really nice conversation i don't think we're this isn't a match for me to go on a date um but i wish you the best would you rather hear that or just not be answered I'd rather not be answered because I would. I think I would it. rather not be answered too. Right. Because right, you like you said, like you're probably having multiple conversations, and it just feels. I mean, right or wrong, it feels less personal. But I think that most people in that scenario would, and some people would rather not be answered, even like after they've been on a date and someone asked right. them out. But I think more people 
would probably not rather not be answered on a dating app than be reje- than be outright rejected. Right. They don't answer. You can tell yourself whatever you want. Well, and yeah, and mm-hmm. and yeah, they lost the app. They deleted it. They right. went on with someone else. There's so many options that there, like there you seems, care for your right. own feelings. And it's not, so for me, it's almost like less personal that way. Right. I'm with you. I I think if like, hey, would you like to go on a, uh, for drinks? And then you don't answer, and then they go, hey, ping. Yeah. You know, I'm looking to go on drinks. At that point, maybe you want to write right. something. But I, yeah, I don't, I, I'm with you. I, 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 you know what I've noticed? And if it's for me, then it's probably for everyone else. When I see negative con- uh, responses in my feed, they hurt until they go off the screen. So it's like, once it gets off of my initial opening of the screen, it really don't, doesn't affect me that much. Mm-hmm. But when I see, I don't get this ever, but it's, if I got like a response to a tweet was like, that annoyed me, like, you're a fucking loser, you're not funny. If there was a, you're not funny, to my tweet, the minute it goes down the screen and goes off that first scroll, I actually feel better. So I think that's something to tell this person that, like, if you don't answer, the minute you kind of roll down that screen, you're You're forgotten about it. That's why I always, like, delete conversations that I didn't like. Really? Yeah. Or, like, a DM. Like, you know what I mean? If someone DMs you something mean... Oh, I'll just delete. like delete it. Yeah, so delete it's not block. like when I'm looking at my in- incoming messages, I don't just see it there every time I look. Absolutely, yeah. and and it does feel better. So that should kind of make this person feel a little bit better about like not out of answering. Sight out of mind, yeah. out of sight, totally. And again, I don't think you can ghost someone on an app. I don't think so either. Um, but if you get their number, then I, you should say that. If you get the number and you're talking, and then you decide you don't want. I've to had, date. I mean, I've had scenarios where I've also gotten the number. We hadn't gone on a date. It goes down my screen. I forget about it. I've done that. And they've that. texted you? Yeah. Or you've texted hey, we should do drinks. Yeah. And then I just don't respond. Okay. I've done that. I probably lived. I'm not, yeah. yeah. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. But it's like, again, I this think is that's, a messy game. I think it's all relative, right? I think to, there's there's shades of, of, of ghosting. And not all ghosting is created equal. No. You know, no. ghosting and, when you've been dating for three months, very, very bad. Right. Ghosting after three dates, bad. Ghosting after one date, not nice. Ghosting one before you've gone on a date. Uh, Whatever. Human. Yeah. All of it's human. Right. But that that's the most human. The ghosting spectrum for sure. Right. That's a <laughs> we should create like a like a chart. Yes. We should. Spectrum Let's chart. do that for I the like Instagram that. feed. Yeah, yeah. The ghosting spectrum. I love that. Of how uh, angry you can be. <laughs> See like, where you fall on the chart. That's right. Red, you know, like do 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 a little arrow. Yes. You know? I like it. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com to submit your scenarios. Um, It's time for a game we're calling Express Your First Date Thoughts. Sponsored by Express. If you're on YouTube right now, you can see we are wearing full Express outfits. We are fully clothed by Express this episode. And now it's time for a game that we're calling Express Your First Date Thoughts. Sponsored by Express. Express has all the styles you need to make a great date impression. Their tailored looks and dresses for women and shirts and suits for men will help you feel confident even when swiping doesn't. And since they believe that comfort is the foundation of confidence, all of their clothing is made to look good and feel good to wear. And since we're all about having the confidence to speak your mind about dating, we asked you to share your first date opinions and we're going to discuss like we love to do. So Jared, why don't you get us started with the first thought? Okay. If someone is more than five minutes late, 
that is immediately disqualifying. I disagree with that. I think if you change five minutes to 30, perhaps. Well, I thought about this. What's the amount of time that someone's late, but they give no excuse that it's okay? 20 minutes. They walk in 20 minutes late. They say nothing no. about it. I'm apologizing. 15, 15. So they walk in 10 minutes late. They go, they go hey, how you been? Good to see you. No apologies. I, I I guess. What if they do apologize? How long would you give them? If they apologize, at, but they haven't said anything before. No warning. They get there and apologize without warning. 30 minutes. But they apologize. You're yes. okay with it. You yes. still go 15 through 15 minutes, no apology. Wow. You're I lenient. I get a 15 minute grace period. I think that's fair. In New York? If they, let's say, yeah, no, listen, I, I'm okay. What do you, what do you text it at? Like if the date is at seven, you text at 7.04? You, you text before to say you're going to be there at 7.04? I would be like, hey, I'm running five minutes late. I, 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 I I've been late for dates and I'm on the phone like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm, I, you know, I, I'll do anything. Please. <laughs> you know, don't think. I think you're at a 10 minute grace period. Yeah. I, if, if someone was like, hey, I'm running really late. I'm so sorry. And then they ended up being 30 minutes late. I'd be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And then they'd have to like, what happened? Yeah. 705. Like, so dates at seven. You show up at 705. I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't text them that I'm going to be late. No, I wouldn't either. You showed up. Yeah. Hey. Even What's happening? 709, I would feel a little bad about it, but I don't know mm -hmm. if I would text them. I'd be like debating. I would send a text. 709? 709, I'm like, hey, sorry. I'm usually never late. Because I'm not, okay. I'm not, a, genuinely, I'm not, I don't think I'm a late person. Yeah, same, I guess, generally. Right? Yeah, you're here on time. I think I wouldn't, like, I would just give someone 15 minutes. I think I would, I would text them 15 minutes late. If it, if it, if it set, dates at 7, 7.15, I'm texting them, like, to make sure I'm in the right place. Right. Hey, just I'm checking here. in. I'm, right. I always send the text when I get there first. I'm hey, here. I'm here. No rush at all. Okay. I always say no well, rush at all. What if you all. said that and then they show up at 7.30? I would go, I, you really took me. <laughs> you said <laughs> took no it literally. rush at all. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't, lateness isn't one of those things that really like. I actually, yeah, I, I, some people get too annoyed by lateness. I, That's never I, been my style. I'm like, ah, more time on my phone with I my don't like real girlfriend. I don't like extreme lateness. Mm. I think it's a little disrespectful. Right. Unless you have a really good excuse. But like a little late, like 50, again, 15 minutes, I don't really care if someone's right. late. Okay, so you go, you get to the date, seven o'clock. They show up at 7.30. They go, sorry, traffic was horrible. How you been? They haven't said anything before that? Nothing before that. I'm out. You're out. 30 minutes. And I think, honestly, if it was 7.20, I think I'd be fine. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They So they're on their way. They text at 7.15. Hey, this traffic is so bad. I'm looking like 7.30. I'm annoyed. It's annoying. I'm annoyed, but I'm not going to like leave. Right. And it's, the more I think about it, the more annoying it is because Google Maps is so correct. Right. Also, like, like if I, especially if I rushed there. Right. Where I'm like, I rushed here. I made it a point to get on time here. And you didn't. Let's say it's 650. Seven o'clock date. Hey, they got to me. I'm like running 15 minutes late already. Just want to make sure. That's okay. I love before anything. Anything you get to before, I think is okay. I, I agree. What if they're I saying an hour? They text you before. I'm going to be, I actually, can we move it to eight? At 6.50? Mm -hmm. You're already on the way there. Can we move it to eight? 
see, it's it's funny. <laughs> I want to say I'm not a stickler, but there's a point where I'd be like, "This is my out." Right. I'd be like, Get "Actually, me out of actually, right, yeah. why don't we just chalk this up to a loss and we'll do it another time, and then we're back to maybe a first date never happened." Right. Let's do another one. Okay. How much effort they put into a first date outfit tells you how into you they are. I don't believe that. How okay. into me they are. I, as first date. She shows up in, in a ball gown. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. You know, I, I um, no, I, I think, and we're going to get to this on Sunday's, Sunday's episode. episode. This is like a big topic. Like, I think the first date. I guess, you know, if you came, I, I don't know. I wouldn't think that. I think the effort they put into a first date outfit can tell you how into themselves they are. Mm. Like, I don't think, I think it could tell you a little bit about, or like, I I think it tells you like um, how they present themselves. It's almost like hard to tell anything about a first date because you only have them in one context. Right. You can't really know anything about anything just seeing it in one element in one place at one time you have to see someone over the course of like many times to, to really know judge what that says about them the importance of the event to them right right like because if i see if a woman shows a date and she's got like funky makeup on i go oh this is who she is this is she's right. just funky makeup woman it's not well i did the funky makeup because you're a big time right. date. I don't. I wouldn't think that. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah, you assume right. that whatever you see on the first date is who they are entirely. Yeah. Which is why I think it's hard. It's tough when you show up super late to a first date because this is the only context that someone has you in. You know. Right. It's like having a job. Like your first day at work, you should be on time. Right. Your 150th day at work, like if you've already established that you're on time, you get a little bit more of a pass. Yeah. Jordana never does this. Right. She's always on time. Yes. But your first day, this is the only context right. someone has ever seen you in. So you need to try harder. Absolutely. Let's do one more. You okay. ready? Having a go-to first date look that you rewear over and over again is a smart move. You know, that's my, that's, that's your my move. thing. Yeah. I agree. It's a smart move. I've been in many scenarios where I'm sweating, trying to get dressed what to wear, and I do wish I had that, you know, Superman with the, yeah. the same outfit in the closet 30 times. Well, I, when I find it, and again, to bring it back to Express, um, that's why I like a black T-shirt that fits. Yeah. Like when a black T-shirt fits, you go. You save time that right? way. And you that's know. good for a date, good for casual, good to do the podcast. And and th like that's why I take, where I'm wearing it right now. I'm like, oh, I can, you. this is going to be a big factor in my life you can wear this to a first date well, it's great love a v-neck right and i think that like anything that's that you know you feel confident in you go into the date already feeling confident it's like just one thing off your mind and the best thing about the first date look is like you can wear it as many times as you're on a first date right so you don't have to feel too that's the worst part about getting a second date you what know, to wear now i have to figure out a new outfit because i've only had the first date outfit Absolutely. That's it for Express Your First Date Thoughts presented by Express. The key to nailing any first date is confidence. And Express has the styles you need to help you feel like your your best self for a first date. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, we are wearing Express clothing. I'm fully Express. You look you, great. You I'm look fully great, too. Express. I love this outfit. I've been told... 
by the people in our office that I look like the uh, TikTok old money aesthetic, which I think, mm -hmm. which I've also been told is a good thing. Love it. So. <laughs> Love it. Flowy looks comfy. Looks good. Put together. Put together. I feel like I look classy. Classy. Yes. It's nice. I went full black, uh, black t-shirt, black shorts. Okay. Here's what I'm going to say about the express men's stuff. Let's hear it. Okay. I want to say this to the, to the listeners, to the viewers, if you're watching, I am a tough t-shirt buy. I am always on the hunt for a t-shirt that fits well and looks nice and not sloppy. Right. So, and I am short torso, wide shoulder. As you'll hear more about on our next episode. Sunday we get into it. Yes. Okay. But it is hard for me to find a t-shirt. So when Express was like, hey, we're going to give you some stuff, I go straight to the t-shirt. And they had one called like the perfect tee or whatever it is. It's great. It's is great. It perfect? It's perfect. Here's the thing. A little bit tighter on the arms. Show off the guns. Nice. Um, a little bit looser in the belly. Tighter up top. Not too long. Not per too the short. The perfect tee. It's the perfect tee. And listen, I believe most, if you're like, if you've never dealt with t-shirt issues, you're going to like this tee. But if you're a guy, if you're a guy in your life or you're a guy listening right now that's like always on the hunt, because I do get messages about this because I've talked about this yeah. frequently. Express for men. They nice. got it. Check and, it out. And the shorts are like a nice length that they're a little shorter. I, again, my body, I really kind of have to search. If it if if it's approved by Jared, you know you'll like it no matter what your body type. I recommend, again, this t-shirt. This v-neck t-shirt, casual, but also like does, you know, like some t-shirts get pilly. Yeah. This is a high-end t-shirt. No, that does not look like it's going to pill. Not at all. That so, looks great. And for me, I love these button downs. They're loose. They're comfortable. Great for summer. You're, you know, you're showing a little style. You're showing skin, but not too much skin. And you're just showing like a classy, presentable version of yourself, which is what I've always tried to aspire to. I see this. I got a date spot for Plug City. Let's hear I it. I just went on a date there. It was easy breezy, uh, beautiful cover girl. Um, the This would look good. I, like drift in. Love it's it. on the West Side Highway. You could take a walk, walk in and drift in. There's like a side for reservations and then there's a side for not reservations. Go to the not reservation side. Have a beer, have a drink. Have a drink where you're out from sea. Express. And Express yeah. is offering you up listeners a discount so you can nail your best first date look. Visit express.com, enter code UUPPOD, that's U-U-P-P-O-D, for 10, 10, 10% 10 off your order. That's express.com slash UUPPOD for 10% off your order. And that's it for today. We'll see you guys on Sunday. We solved dating again. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.